It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We are officially in our FIBA era. I hope you get that joke. I don't know if I quite do, but Paolo Bencaro plays basketball tonight. Franz Wagner played basketball Saturday, and we got a lot to talk about to get ready for the World Cup. Let's get to it on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are indeed locked on magic. Today is August 7th, 2023. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert insight editor over at Orlando Magic Daily. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, FIBA season is here. Well, George has been playing for about a week, but Team Germany got their start on Saturday. We'll go over what we saw from Franz Wagner in that game. Plus, Paolo Becquera prepares for his Team USA debut and what to look for from Joe Ingles and Goga Batadze as well. We won't forget about Mo Wagner. We'll talk about him in the second segment as well. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, this great Lockdown podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for, the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. We are officially in FIBA season. So that long wilderness without basketball, well, it, 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 we still got two more weeks until, uh, until the FIBA games start two weeks from Friday. Uh, but... We are closer and closer and closer and closer to having FIBA basketball and having some actual basketball in our lives. Um, international games, international warm-up games have been happening over the last couple weeks um, as these teams get try to come together and get ready. Team USA opened their training camp on Thursday, and we were treated to some Paolo Bancaro highlights. 
Giants. Um, not a lot, and the buzz out of Team USA camp has been about other players. Um, I saw the Athletic reporting that Jaron Jackson Jr. was named the best player, uh, best player in camp so far. Um, Jalen Brunson has um, really stood out, it appears, and, and appears to have locked down at least the starting point guard spot. Um, Anthony Edwards got a lot of pre-camp buzz as, as a potential star of this team and the breakout star of this team. And, you know, everything that I've read, and, and there are some reporters there who've been watching all the scrimmages, and there hasn't been anything that's necessarily come out about Paolo Bancaro other than just talking to him about his decision-making process in joining Team USA. But what we what we're seeing or, or what's what's left then is we get to see Paolo Bancaro on the floor. Um and, and at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. He's getting this great opportunity. The, the Magic posted some video of him working with J, with Jamal Mosley, who's there with the select, uh, they're coaching the, the select team. Um, it's all about just getting the work in, getting the reps and getting the experience and hopefully becoming a permanent part of the team USA program. It is not clear at this juncture what role Paolo Bancaro is going to play. Um, and frankly, we're going to see the United States take on Puerto Rico on Monday night. We will do a full recap, a full breakdown of that game uh, and what we saw both from Team USA, because I'm very invested in Team USA. I may even wear my Team USA shirt if we're, if we're so lucky. Um, I... I We'll do a full breakdown of the game, what we saw, what, what Team USA is looking like, and of course, and, and of course specifically what Paolo Bancaro is looking like. Um, this is this tournament is at least a preview of what we will see from him, just like it is with Franz Wagner. Stay tuned for segment two. Um, preview of what we're going to see from them when they get to the main roster. But Paolo, I, I think he said something very interesting to The Athletic. He understands and acknowledges he is not the star of this team. For perhaps the first time in his entire career, Paolo Bancaro is not going to be the star of the team he's playing on. And that, according to him, is forcing him to think about and work on other parts of his game. Parts like his shooting, parts like his passing, parts like his defense and rebounding. And rebounding is going to be a big thing for this team. This This USA team, it's versatile. I love its versatility. I think it's got a lot of talent. I disagree vehemently with Gilbert Arenas that it's that it's a sad bunch. It is a very, very talented, very, very young, very, very raw, at least uh, for, for a big tournament stage like this, but very, very talented still nonetheless. And I, I don't think, I think the U.S. is still the favorite to win this thing. Um, you know, Slovenia is down, down guys. Serbia is not going to have Jokic. It's not clear if Greece is going to have Giannis. Um, this is going to be a fun World Cup. Um, stay up with us to watch these world cup games. Cause it's, it's going to be fun basketball for like three weeks straight. It's going to be great. Um, I don't, I don't get people who, who are down on the tournament. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Um, just staying up late. It's going to be going to be get, staying up late, getting up early is gonna be the hard part. Um, but Paolo is already talking about how he's going to have to do things differently. His role on this team is different. And to me, honestly, as much as I want to see him get better uh, offensively and, and carry that load, he's going to get plenty of that practice with the Magic. And like we said back on Friday's episode of Lockdown Magic, what's really important for Paolo right now is to is to is to learn how to be efficient, efficient with his movements, efficient with his shots, making more shots, obviously, but be more efficient with the time he has on the ball. And so as he gets less time on the ball in Team USA, 
to make an impact on the game, he's got to be more efficient and more effective with that time. And I think that's honestly exactly what the Magic need to see from him. Honestly, that is exactly the kind of growth this team needs from him and exactly what what this tournament is going to give him. I am super excited. Like, seriously, super excited to see Paolo out on the floor in with this opportunity. I am very excited to see him get this chance uh, and, and to see what he does with it and to see what he does with this role. Um, it looks like he's going to come off the bench. Like I said, this is not a particularly big team. Uh, they got uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., who I think is going to have a really good tournament, provided he stays out of foul trouble, which is not a guarantee with, with Triple J. Um, he's going to have a really good tournament. He's a really good player. Um, Walker Kessler and Bobby Portis are the only centers behind him. There might be lineups, and it might depend on matchups, where Paolo plays some five. And in order to do that, he's got to be a really good rebounder. And I think that is an area where he was okay at last year, not great. And, and, and rebounding as a whole for the Atlanta Magic, I think is something they have to improve upon. But being in this environment and playing a different role, a different role than he would play for the Orlando Magic, it's going to force him to work on and really be intently focused on some of his weaknesses. And ultimately, that's going to help him when he gets to the main roster and gets gets to the Orlando Magic and gets back to training camp. Um, Jamal Mosley's there. He's helping him out too. Yes, Jamal's got another job. He's there to, to help Team USA get better, but... He's going to help Paolo get better too. It's, I don't think it's a coincidence that we've seen lots of, of video coming out of USA Basketball Camp where Jamal is working directly with Paolo. And, and this is really an extension uh, in, in a lot of ways of their work together with the Orlando Magic. Um, again, what to expect tonight uh, as the U.S. takes on Puerto Rico. Um, a, it's going to be sloppy. Um, this is still a new team. They, got, they started practicing Thursday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they had four practices. Um, they had their annual loss to the select team. That happens every camp. Not a concern. Um, don't worry so much about lineups. I think we'll see some of the basic rotations and playing groups that Steve Kerr wants to see. Uh, but overall, it's going to be a lot of experimentation, a lot of mixing and matching still. Um, everyone, I think, is going to get their opportunity on Monday. Um, the result matters in that. I'd like you always want to win. That's going to be sloppy. It, guys are going to still be figuring each other out. They're still going to be figuring out some of the rules. Um, Puerto Rico will not have Jose Alvarado, but we know not to take Puerto Rico lightly after 2004. Um, they're going to be figuring things out too. It's not going to be the prettiest basketball, but we should get a, a good look at, at some of the pieces on this team, what might be working, what might not be working, what still needs what still needs work before the team gets to Spain uh, later on in the week. Um, the way Team USA schedule, they're going to play Puerto Rico on Monday in Las Vegas. Then they're going to ship over to Malaga, Spain. They're going to play, I believe they play Spain and I think they play Slovenia in that tournament. Um, they, they play a couple games in Spain. Then they're going to go to the United Arab Emirates, play a couple games in Abu Dhabi, including a game against Germany. We'll get to them in a minute. Uh, and then they're going to ship off to the Philippines uh, and play and, and settle in in Manila for the next month as they try to go for the gold medal. Like I said, tonight's game, it's going to be sloppy. Um, but we'll get at least a little bit of a glimpse of what we're going to see from Paolo Bancaro. We're going to get a little bit of a glimpse of what his role is going to be on this team and, and begin to set the terms for how we're going to judge him. Like I said, Paolo is not the star of this team. Do not be a, do not be worried about his scoring average. Do not be worried about the shots that he's getting. That is not, you know, yes, if he gets shots, he needs to take them. But 
That is not his role on this team. His role on this team is to defend, to rebound, to facilitate, to screen, to do all that stuff, um, to do all the things that will help his team win. And ultimately, all that stuff's going to translate over to the Orlando Magic when the time comes. Saturday, though, we got to see our first look at Franz Wagner and Team Germany. What I, what I saw watching the second half of the game against Sweden and the highlights from Franz Wagner coming up in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at FanDuel. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and a whole lot more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to take advantage of this great, great deal. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Lockdown Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. We want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you're listening to us. We truly, truly appreciate it. By the way, Tuesday, I am closing the voting. Tuesday afternoon, I believe, is when the poll closed for our 35 greatest players in Orlando Magic history. I am currently working on and will probably publish Monday the ranking of every Orlando Magic playoff series, our centerpiece of our 35th anniversary, se- 35th anniversary season celebration on Orlando Magic Daily is a ranking of the top uh, of, of the top 35 players in Magic history. So we need your votes. You can check out the link in the show description below to cast your ballot. Submit your submit your uh, submit your ballot uh, that we will take into consideration and add to our ballots uh, on the Orlando Magic Daily staff to name our roster. It's going to be a great time celebrating Magic history, which we will be doing all throughout the year. But we're going to start kicking into that high gear probably next week. Do some history posts here on Locked On Magic. But we still have business. We have present basketball to get to. And, and Saturday saw Germany defeat Sweden. Um, you know, at least at least someone can defeat Sweden. Um, tough loss for tough loss for our ladies at the at the FIFA Women's World Cup. Um, but uh, you know, like 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 I said, these early exhibition games, these early friendly games are going to be sloppy. Um, you know, a lot of turnovers, a lot of fouling. 
that's largely how Sweden was able to keep the game close. Um, but Franz Wagner was still able to do his thing. Franz scored 15 points um, to be second second on the team in scoring. Mo Wagner had 12 points on 8 for 10 shooting from the foul line, which is awesome. Um, it, it was it was very much a game that Germany had to kind of settle into. They got out of the gates fast. Franz Wagner had four quick points, had a, had a nice lob assist to Daniel Theis. Um, just really, honestly, like, I watched the second half of this game. Every time Franz Wagner touched the ball, it felt like something good was going to happen. The D, you know, like just yes, he didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Um, but when the game really mattered, when when the game got really tight there in the fourth quarter, everything just seemed to click. Um, everything just seemed to work, and 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 the ball just kept finding Franz, and he kept making good decisions with it. Um, defense, the defense, the Swedish defense was trying to surround him, throwing two, three bodies at him, and, and he just brushed it all off like it was no big deal. He made some really nice passes. They weren't always converted, but very nice passes. He had some nice finishes. He was darting in for steals. He he just looked very, very comfortable. And look, um, you know, Sweden, not a basketball power. That, that game was designed to be a win. It was probably closer than than they, they wanted to be. But both Franz and Mo Wagner had such Big fourth quarters. Um, you know, Mo was able to get to the line a lot. You know, did a good job defending the interior. Franz was like darting into pa- darting the passing lanes. He had four steals in the game. Uh, he was just really kind of playing his game, playing at his pace. And you know, I, I know I mentioned this last year. What we saw from Franz at EuroBasket last summer for Germany uh, was essentially Franz doing everything he does for the Magic, just at a higher level. Just just take it up a notch. Um, and honestly, that's like what it felt like again here. He wasn't, we know he doesn't force anything. We know he isn't, uh, he isn't gonna like take a ton of shots that are bad shots. He's just going to play his pace. I thought he did a better job getting to the line. Um, you know, again, one game, he's going to beat Sweden. It's not, not that big of a deal. Um, he did a good job getting to the line a little bit more in this game, uh, than he, than he has with the Orlando Magic. And so maybe that's a good sign. Um, rebounding, I thought was okay. Um, you know, it, it, it's one game and it's it's a friendly, so it's not super duper important. But Franz looked good and, and Franz just looked comfortable. And now it's just about kind of fine tuning that to get it in uh, to uh, a bigger game. Um, if you listen back to our podcast last year, last year when we were talking Eurobasket, um, you know, you know, we know this Germany team pretty well. Um, you know, they've got, you know, they got Dice back, they got Movager back, so they have some size again, which they were really lacking last year. Um, they're going to have to find some shooting. Um, you know, I think, I think, you know, certainly Franz is going to have to shoot, shoot the ball really well. They're going to play off of Dennis Schroeder a little bit. We saw Franz work some more pick and rolls than maybe we did last year. Saw him be the screener in some pick and rolls, which I thought was an interesting little wrinkle. Um, but at the end of the day, Franz looked good. Mo looked good. Germany looks good. And, and they're getting ready for their next game on Saturday. Um, when we look at this, this, this world cup field, um, like I said, Team USA is still the prohibitive favorite. Just, just the depth of talent. Like Team USA strategy in a lot of these tournaments is what they lack in chemistry and cohesion early on. They just make up for in raw talent. They they are comfortable going 12 deep. They will use every player on their roster and feel confident about every player on their roster in a way that a lot of these teams around the world can't. Um, you know, a lot of these teams have to play their star players 35, 36 minutes um, in a 40-minute game. The U.S. doesn't have to do that. 
They can preserve some bodies. They can just keep, you know, like that was the brilliance of the redeem team to be perfectly honest in 2008 was the strategy. The strategy from coach K was we're going to defend at a maniac level. And then you get tired, sit down, I'll bring in the next guy and he's going to defend at a maniac level. And, and then obviously they were fresher and, and they made bigger, they made big plays in that final against Spain. Um, this tournament though is wide open. I, I really just, I really need to repeat that. Germany absolutely should feel like they can win this thing. France should feel like they can win this thing. Slovenia with Luca should certainly feel like they should win this thing. The U.S. obviously can. Canada, Canada is bringing over the most stacked roster that country has ever had. Shea Gildas Alexander, Jamal Murray is supposed to join the team in Spain uh, so that he can play uh, in the tournament. That that group is stacked. Australia, we'll talk about Joe Ingles here in a minute. Australia is also pretty stacked. They got, I think, 10, 11 NBA players, including our guy Joe Ingles. That team's been knocking on the door. I think they won the bronze in, in Tokyo. And I haven't even gotten to Spain. Uh, if you know the FIBA joke, basketball is a simple game. It's played with five players on each side, and Spain always wins. Um, Spain ain't go, Spain doesn't go anywhere. Spain, I think Spain's kind of golden generation starting to die off, but they keep winning these tournaments that they're in. Um, this is a wide open tournament. And when you look at Germany specifically, then having a guy like Franz Wagner, having the size that they have now, they, if Franz had, Franz could be a breakout star in this tournament. Like we were now we're talking about Anthony Edwards being a breakout star. Franz had a really good Euro basket last year. He, he, if he has a really good world cup, the, the cat's going to be out of the bag that this kid is really, really good. And, and there is every indication that Franz is going to do exactly what he did last year at Eurobasket uh, in the World Cup once again. Um, he's really, really good. Um, we'll see We'll see Germany back in action on Saturday. They, they got the whole week to get themselves ready. Um, they play a tournament um, starting Saturday. I don't know who they're playing. Let me, I can check that real fast. Let me just pull up my, my schedule here. Uh, Germany plays China, which includes Kyle Anderson, Slomo. Um, on Saturday... We'll we'll talk more about those games and talk more about what to, what to what we'll we'll talk more about this as we get closer to the World Cup. When we come back, though, we'll chat about the other two players on the Orlando Magic that are playing overseas. What to expect from them coming up in just a moment. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So it's not just the Orlando Magic Stars. And look, I think it's fantastic that Franz Wagner and, and Paolo Bancaro are playing in this tournament. Um, I think it's fantastic 
that they're going to get this great experience and, and, and they're going to get to play meaningful basketball heading in, heading into the season. You know, again, hopefully there's some, not, not any fatigue. Hopefully they, 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 they have themselves mentally prepared, but I, I am really, really excited. I, I think this is all great. Um, of course, there are all other magic players that are playing in this tournament. Um, the biggest name is Joe Ingles. We will get to see some Joe Ingles before he dons a magic uniform, and that, that's really exciting because Australia is actually a really fun team to watch. So I'm really excited to get to watch some Australia games uh, over the next month. Um, Joe Ingles for Australia, he plays a very similar role to what he does in the NBA. Patty Mills is kind of the guy that usually take ups his scoring, but Ingles is very much a shooter, score, distributor, just does all the things that he does in the NBA um, and has had a really sterling international career. Um, you know, he said uh, back at Summer League that he's feeling healthier than he's felt that he's felt since the since the knee injury, and this is honestly a chance to prove it. This is honestly a chance to show us what the Magic are getting. And, and look, if you've watched Joe Ingles at all, you know that that he's pretty fun and he's a pretty good player. Um, so the Magic will be getting something very very good here. Um, they don't play till Saturday, so or they don't play till Monday. I don't think so. It'll be a while before we see them play. They're actually staying in Australia, so. Odd, hour, odd hours for us here on the East Coast. Um, but the the biggest story that, you know, the not the biggest story because the Republic of Georgia probably isn't going to last very long in this tournament. Um, they've got Gogo Batadze. They got Mamu. Mamu Ta- I can't pronounce his name. Um, they got Mamu from the Bucks. Um, but Georgia's already started playing their games. They're 0-3 so far. Again, we're not expecting him to go very deep in this tournament. But Goga Bataze has missed at least the last two games. Not exactly clear why he has, but um, if you follow the Republic of Georgia's Basketball Federation on Twitter or on Instagram, um, during these games, they've, they on their stories, Goga was in a was not in uniform. He was in, in a suit, or not in a suit, but in a pol- in a team polo. So, not clear why he's not playing. Um, you know, just not a lot of information coming out of these games that they're playing. They played Latvia. Uh, they played Latvia on Saturday in Lithuania, I believe, on Thursday or Friday. Um, not a lot. You just, just it's hard to find information on this stuff. But um, Batadze should be good to play. I, I can't imagine he's seriously hurt. Um, but if he's hurt at all, it just might be that they don't want to play him. They want to preserve him. Um, but Batadze will play a big role for that that Georgia team. So that'll be that'll be part of the equation too. The FIBA World Cup tips off on August 25th. That's two weeks from Friday, if my math is correct. It may not be. I don't know. Um, but uh, we are we will be coming up pretty quick on the FIBA World Cup. Again, Team USA plays tonight against Puerto Rico. We'll have a full recap of the, that game on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of our based on podcasts to your podcast enable listening device. For latest something on Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Like I said, on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic, we are going to recap the United States game against Puerto Rico, what we saw from Team USA, as well as what we saw from Paolo Bancaro. We'll get to that on our next episode of Locked On Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Ross from Nike. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad 
free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.